Welcome to the Love is Coming podcast, the must-listen show for single women struggling to attain or sustain a romantic relationship. I'm your host, Persia Lawson, author, speaker, and according to the Times Magazine, one of the UK's most successful love coaches. Before that, I was a serial cheat and obsessive love addict, but I'm now a bride-to-be and in the best relationship of my life. So, If you're trying to do the work on your love life, you are definitely in the right place. But here on the Love Is Coming podcast, we serve your education with a side of entertainment. Expect serious stuff talked about not so seriously, solo Agnian episodes with yours truly, and guest episodes showcasing some of the best in the biz in ways you've never seen them before. So, got a dating dilemma? Swiping right but haven't yet found Mr. Right? then let's get raw, real, and a little bit inappropriate because love is coming for your baby in more ways than one. Welcome back, my lovely little chickens. I hope you are doing very well today. So I just want to take a quick moment to thank all of the incredible women who showed up with such amazing energy and generosity for my Naughty November challenge and also the free dating masterclass that was part of that challenge. And those of you absolute legends who enrolled in my transformational eight-week program, Get Your Soulmate, Um, you know, given everything that has been going on this year, which has only been intensified in the last few weeks with everything that's gone on with the um, elections in the US and with Christmas right around the corner, you know, I really believe this was our most important, not even believe, I bloody know, mate, um, that this was our most important launch so far. And I'm so excited to see the results that um, the women who signed up for GYS are going to get. You know, we had we had a launch in April when we were in proper full-on lockdown. And it was so incredible to see over the summer just, just you know, what what transformation there was for the, for those women who enrolled. Um, it really warmed my little cockles. Now, before I go any further, <laughs> I need to have a little confession. So um, you, if you've been listening to the Love is Coming podcast for a while now, we've been going, when did we start? End of September. So this is episode eight. Um, so that, that means two, two months or so. Um, so I, we've had quite a few uh, listeners who message me and say they're avid, they're avid Love Is Coming podcast um, listeners, which is also warms my little cockles. Um, now, if you if you are one of them, you will know that I um, I tend to be quite a big swearer. I just can't help myself. Um, and we, the reason I'm bringing this up and flagging this is because I'm going to have to be reining that in massively. And this is the reason I'm going to be, I'm going to level with you. So you may have seen that like on Instagram and Facebook, the way that we get um, each podcast episode out there, we do like a one minute sort of audio clip using the headliner app. And when we have shared that, um, quite frankly, Facebook ads at the moment is a nightmare. Um, Ugh, there's just all sorts of weird stuff going on whereby they are happy to share anything that, you know, um, is kind of seems to be kind of fear inducing. I don't know if you've seen that um, Songbird trailer. Go and look it up. I don't need to say anything else. That will speak for itself. But yet, you know, we had a load of issues when we were doing ads for Naughty November and they were saying things like, oh, you know, it's inappropriate. And it's like, I was showing a bit of shoulder and a little bit of my stomach. Um, and we said like saucy, sexy, you know, it was all very tongue in cheek. 
Um, and I, you know, it's interesting how that's not appropriate, but you know, there's influences all number one, how many influences where you see, you know, quite frankly, Arioli. Arioli, is that the word? Nipple. Nipple. Um and which I by the way, I'm fine with, but also all of the stuff that is getting promoted around covid and uh it's it's just insane and and the elections i could go off on one and i don't want this podcast episode to be about that um i completely digress why am i I'm t- talking about swearing gone on a massive digression here so anyway facebook ads would not let us um send any ads where i was swearing <laughs> which made life quite difficult for um, my poor team who had to try and find a one-minute clip in each podcast episode where I wasn't swearing. So the point is, loves, I'm going to be swearing less, which is I kind of need to um, have some sort of electric buzzer or something that goes off every time I swear to help me stop. Anyway, look, I'm going to rein it in. That was just a little uh, little side note for you. Anyway, I will stop waffling and get into the, the meat and veg, if that's the expression, of today's show. So today I'm going to be delving into something that is really quite t- taboo. It's my favorite thing. Anything taboo I like to discuss. Um, and this is particularly taboo if you are British. Um, and that is money, 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 money. More specifically, investing in your own growth and personal development. Um, the reason I am talking about this is because of the multitude of emails and DMs that I've had this year around this subject of um, wonderful women saying that they really want to invest in my program or but they don't have the funds. And of course, you know, given what's been going on economically this year, that's totally understandable. But to be honest, I also got those messages, um, you know, the last, God, ever since I started in this work. And I really relate because it's been a big part of my own journey. And um, I know that what I'm going to be sharing today is going to be really significant and relevant to a fair few of you. So if you happen to be someone who knows you need to do a fair bit of work on your love life, but can't afford a coaching program, or at least thinks you can't afford a coaching program, or someone who feels like your bank balance is really holding you back in life, or someone who spends a lot of time and energy doing all the free challenges and all the free workshops, etc. online, but you rarely see results, then this episode is for you. I am absolutely um, committed to helping you get results in your love life, because otherwise, what the hell is the point? Do you know what I mean? Um, So in this episode, I'm going to be sharing what really what is really holding you back from getting results clue it is not your bank balance i'm going to be sharing the three reasons you should pay money for coaching even though you can find everything on google for free it's a biggie and i'm also going to be sharing how to get results fast in your love life even when you're skint does that sound too good to be true i promise you it isn't stay with me my love so let's dive in so first First little segment of today's show. So what is really holding you back from getting results? Clue, it's not your bank balance. Can you guess? Can you guess, my little pretties? If you are, um, you know, well au fait with self-development, the world of self-development, wellness, personal growth, etc., then I really hope you will have got this. It is not your bank balance. It is your mindset. I'm going to say that again. It is not your bank balance. It is your mindset. So I, if you know me at all, you know that I used to be an actress. And what that meant is my life was very feast and famine, very up and down, very uncertain in terms of income. And I had, you know, lots of random jobs here and there. 
Um, but I didn't, you know, the only time I ever had consistency with money um, was when I got into tutoring and I got one client who I worked with over a good few years. And I'd never experienced that sense of consistency financially. And I didn't just, that client didn't just fall into my lap. That client turned up because I had got to the point, this was back in, I want to say, I think it was around 2014. Funnily enough, I had a breakup. And if you're anything like me, um, breakups, even though they're, okay, I was about to swear, even though they are blooming awful and harrowing and painful and just, you know, in a way I wouldn't wish them on my worst enemy, but at the very same, in the same sentence, I would absolutely want my dearest and most beloved um, people to go through them. And I'll tell you why that is. Because everything good I have in my life today is a result of heartbreak because heartbreak completely cracks you open. It makes you reevaluate everything in your life. If you choose for it to do that, you know, I'm, I really believe that, you know, heartbreak, and it doesn't even have to be like really bad heartbreak, just a standard, your bog standard breakup, or even your bog standard ghosting after dating someone for a few months where you might not be heartbroken, but you're super disappointed. Um, and, you know, kind of feel just really bummed out, quite frankly, that what you thought was something that was, you know, going your way, just it didn't go the way that you planned, or that you hoped for it to. And, what that does is it yeah it makes us have to reevaluate what's important to us but also how we are showing up and so i really believe you know a breakup will either break you and make you really bitter and disappointed and miserable or it will be the making of you but the only way it will be the making of you is if if you choose to show up for it in that way and for me if you've read the book uh, our book the inner fix that was my experience of my breakup in 2012 with uh, Tiger. Um, it was, I mean, that was absolutely heartbreak. And the reason it was so painful was there was so much stuff linked to childhood for me, um, which why in the bigger picture, it was so important because it forced me to have to do some deep, deep, deep healing and analysis and introspection. Um, and if I hadn't gone through all that, then I would not have the relationship I have with Joe today. Um, you know, I use this analogy all the blooming time. Oh, really, do you know what? Saying blooming just doesn't have the same effect, does it? But here we are. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah. Okay. So there's a sense of entitlement. I get this a lot. I get women DMing me or comments, you know, on my um, Instagram or Facebook posts. And there's a lot of, um, quite frankly, victim mentality, bringing it back around to mindset. And I can see the victim mentality showing up in three areas, well, four really, four main areas in life. It's, it's all right for you. You're in a relationship. It's okay for you. Well, it's all right for you. You've got loads of money or your, your career. That's another area, you know, finance and career. They can be slightly different because you, someone can be earning a lot of money, but not be fulfilled in their career. So it can be, oh, it's okay for you. You get all these amazing opportunities and you love what you do, or it's all right for you. You're really skinny and I'm really overweight or whatever it is. You know, those are the four areas that is so easy. And by the way, I'm absolutely pushing my hand up here because I can slip into victim mentality as much as the next one. But the difference is, is that I have, and I have had for years now, things in place to get me out of that place fast. Because when you are in victim mentality, 
when you are in that scarcity mentality and in the comparison of like, everyone's got it better than me, boo-hoo, woe is me. And it's this is not to say that, you know, people don't go through hard crap. Of course they do. Um, and this is not to say that we shouldn't have compassion. I'm, I'm not about that. But when you are indulging, like there's a, there is a difference between being in genuine pain and fear and all of that sort of thing and just indulging it because it's familiar and it's easy. And that is what I see too much of. Like there's a sense of people being feeling like they are entitled to an amazing relationship. And that is, you know, the analogy I always say is like, well, do you feel like you eating McDonald's, you know, five times a week and never exercising, do you feel that you are therefore entitled to a six pack? Of course not. You wouldn't expect to have a six pack if those were the choices that you were making. So why on earth do you feel entitled to having an amazing relationship if you are not committing to doing some work on your love life? And what doing work on your love life, by the way, means really is doing work on yourself. I always say the message of my work, we need to stop in that, you know, we live in an Amazon Prime culture, which is very impatient, um, is very sort of, Marianne Williamson says, you know, we coddle our neuroses. This is the culture we live in. And, you know, when we when it comes to work, we often have that mentality, particularly in America, there's that mentality of like hustle and grind and, you know, you know, get your head down and, you know, it, take responsibility. But when it comes to our love life, we don't have that same sort of mentality around it at all. And I kind of, you know, sometimes I, I, I sound pretty blunt, but it's like grow a backbone and realize that no one is coming to save you. No one is going to do this for you. It is up to you. Take some responsibility because if you're over the age of 18, but especially if you're over the age of 21, you're an adult love. And listen, the reason I'm saying this to you, I wish I'd had someone saying this to me when I was younger because it took me and, and I'm very lucky because in a way, you know, it took me till I was 25 to start this work. Uh, and the last decade of my life has been infinitely better, not without its challenges, but my gosh, my life gets better every year because I realize that it is not about the external conditions. It is about me. It is about my mindset. I recently did a training with the uh, self-development guru, Tony Robbins, and he says that, you know, he's very much about, listen, success is 80% an inside job. And what that means is mindset, how you were showing up, you know, for yourself emotionally, your emotional well-being, how you were showing up for your, you know, your physical well-being, physiologically, that inner game, which, you know, is very much about what our, um, the message of the inner fix was focus on the insides, the outsides will take care of themselves. So 80% an inner game, 20% is strategy. So when women come to work with me, what they want to know is how do I, um, how do I communicate with a guy? How do I, you know, be more attractive on dates? All of that sort of thing, those external things. Now, I'm not saying there is not a place for that, but it's 20% and it's the last 20% you look at. The first 80% is like, you are not even nearly so I always say to clients, my first session, you are no way near ready for a healthy, soulful, lasting relationship. I'm not here to get you any old relationship. If you want that, you can go to, I was about to name someone, I'm not going to say that. Um, I'll let you mull over that one. Um, there are plenty of dating coaches and websites, et cetera, out there who can teach you how to trick a man or a woman um, into sort of short-term being obsessed with you or whatever, playing games. And you know what? I could also teach you that because I used to be really good at it, but I'm not interested in that um, because it's 
I can't swear. It's, <laughs> I've forgotten all the words that aren't swear words. It's a waste of time um, as far as I'm concerned because it's, it's again, it's, it comes back to like the culture that we live in today. It's like that short-term boost, but it's not sustainable. And I've been in my relationship now for over five years and it gets better every year. And again, not without its challenges, but the challenges are what help us to grow. And it's because we realize it is a mindset game. It's an inner game. Um, I could really go on about this for so long, but I'm aware that I don't want to, um, I don't want to keep you too long in this podcast episode. So let's circle that back around to what's really holding you back from getting results. Clue, it's not your bank balance. It's your mindset. And when it comes to money, it's all the same, whether you're focused on your love life or money or whatever else that you want to attract into your life and it's not happening. I'm telling you now, it's not because of the conditions you find yourself in, because there are people all over the world who have come from way worse situations than you or I, and yet they've attracted incredible things into their life and achieved incredible things because they realized no one else was going to come and save them. It was up to them. They had to take full responsibility. So the first thing I want to say is stop with the excuses. Stop with the excuses. You can work on your mind, by the way, for free or for a very small amount of money. I'm going to circle back round to that, okay? Don't let the fact that you can't invest big be the reason that you don't take any action at all. That's the real issue there. I'm going to come back to that shortly. So that's the first thing I want you to realize. And in fact, let's make this practical. Get a pen and paper. And write down the unhelpful things that you tell yourself about why you don't have what you want. And okay, obviously I'm focusing here on relationships, but you can write it down about anything in life. And I want you to look at the language and be honest with yourself. Does it look a little bit victim-y? Does it look a little bit victim-y? Just remember that there are billions, I'm literally saying this, billions of people in the world right now who would look at your life and your circumstances and who would give anything to trade places with you. I'm going to let that hang in the air. Literally, anything to trade places with you. This comes back to gratitude. Whatever crap is going on in your life right now, and I really want to be, you know, I am sensitive to that. It's a hard time right now. It really is. But you know what? There are people who are thriving this year, not just thriving in their own life, but they are giving. They are contributing. They are showing up for their friends, for their family, for the planet, for the world, for humanity in extraordinary ways. That does not happen when you are stuck in victim mentality. You have to look at what you have, be so grateful for it and go, right, okay, do you know what? I'm actually in a great position here. I'm I'm not lacking. I've got an abundance of so much stuff. Make a list of it right now of all the things that are working in your life and realize, okay, when you focus on that, you are in a place of strength and then you can attract and attract more into your life of what you want. But as long as you are harping on about, woe is me, I don't have enough money to get what I want, to do what I want, you are going to keep yourself stuck in that energetic frequency, in that energetic vibration. And you are going to, you're going to stay there. As I always say again, you know, I'm going to have to paraphrase this because I can't swear. Poo stinks, but it's warm. And that's why we stay there. As humans, we are attracted to what is familiar over what is unfamiliar. Even if what is unfamiliar could be amazing, we want to stay in the certainty of what we know. 
better the devil you know. It feels easier to. But you have to realize that all, you know, this is such a cliche, but it's true. Everything good is outside of your comfort zone. So I really want you to, I mean, I'm hammering this point home so much because I want you to get it. And I want you to say right out loud after me, whether in your car, wherever you are, you know, I am in control of my experience. I get to choose how I feel. I get to choose how I show up. Therefore, I get to choose what I attract into my life. I can't remember everything I just said, so you might need to pause and rewind. But it is realizing that you actually have a lot more power, that you are giving yourself credit or permission to claim and experience and enjoy. Okay, right. You've got that point. It's all about mindset. That is your issue, not your bank balance. Next point, three reasons you should pay for money for, sorry, I'll start that again. Three reasons you should pay money for coaching, even though you can find everything on Google for free. Oh my God. When I got this, it was such a game changer for me because listen, as I said, when I started out, I was an actress. I I would have said I'm a skin actress. I was ignoring the fact, like when I say skin, you know, I didn't have much in my bank balance, but I never had to worry about having a roof over my head or food on the table. So I want you to be honest with yourself, just circling back around to that victim mentality. If you have no money in your bank balance and you, you know, you can't afford to rent or buy or whatever, and you can't afford to put food on the table, do you have somewhere you could go? Could you go and stay with a family member? Now, I would say probably 98 maybe 95% of the people listening to this, if they were honest with themselves, they're like, yeah, yeah, you know what? I'm not going to be out on the streets. I might have to have a little bit of an ego denting because I might have to move back in with my family for a time for the time being, which by the way, I had to do when I made the decision that I wanted to transition from acting to um, wellness really. And when we started, me and my friend Joey started um, our positive lifestyle movement uh, for women in their 20s, addictive daughter. I'm, I had to move back in my parent, in with my parents for what I thought would be five months, turned out to be five years in order for that dream to happen. And do you think I regret it now? Absolutely not. Because you know what? I got to have home-cooked meals. I got to have my washing done for me because my mother would never let me go near the washing machine. Like it's all a question of, of your perspective and how you choose to look at it. So you are, I want you to realize that you are in a good place. And all of those things that you might see as liabilities, having to move back with the parents, which a lot of people have had to do this year. Right now I'm sitting, I'm saying this like from my parents' house, by the way, I'm living here during the second lockdown. We moved out of our flat and, um, you know, I would have found that really hard before because it, again, like ego dent, it's like, get over yourself, Persia. Like just get over yourself. It doesn't matter. Everything, you know, it's a chapter in your life. And why don't you choose to enjoying it, enjoy it and embrace it rather than harp on about how crap it is when it's, it's absolutely not. Um, so I digressed again there, but <laughs> hold on. What's this point about again? Okay. Three reasons you should pay money for coaching, even though you can find everything on Google free. Okay. So the main reason, the first reason of the three is you get results faster because when I was in that place of transitioning from acting and I didn't have any money or or very little money to sort of be spending, um, on, on, you know, coaching programs, therapy, all of those sort of things. Um, I, I was doing everything I could for free online and there was, you know, for a period of time, I did get results from that. 
But there's a lot of the problem is is it's with there's too much information. So you spend so long going like, well, is this the right one or is this the right one? Because there's so many different things out there that it becomes like absolutely exhausting and really draining. Um, to know, you know, which information should should you take on in the first place? Um, and what was I going to say on that note? There's something else I was going to say there. No, it's gone. Maybe it'll come back. The second reason is accountability, because even though you can do all this stuff free online, if you don't have something that you are committed to, and therefore, you know, you have that accountability, whether that is one-to-one coaching, um, whether that is therapy, it's where it's, you know, and, and sometimes that might be group coaching where, you know, it's not the same, quite as, as powerful as one-to-one because you're, you know, you don't have that, if you don't show up for a one-to-one session, you know, your coach is not going to be happy. Same with a therapist. In group coaching, unless it's a really small group and your absence would be really noticed, it's easier to, you know, not be so accountable. But you've got to start where you are. That's actually the next point, which we'll circle back round to. But, you know, this is what I had to do um, for, like, you've got to realize, like, wh- what are you choosing? With, with whatever money you have, what are you choosing to invest in? I was going to say, you know, if you're going on nights out, which you're probably not doing much of right now, but if you're, if you're furloughed at the moment, if you're fortunate to still have some sort of income, then realize that actually maybe this is a gift. Maybe the world is saying to you, um, or the universe or whatever you want to believe in, like it's giving you an opportunity instead of like depriving you from your fun. Maybe it's saying, you know what, it's time to turn inside. And maybe it's instead of investing that money on going on holidays and going on nights out and buying loads of new clothes, which you don't really need at the moment. Um, why not invest in something that is going to actually change your life? Like forever. And that's what I chose to do. Like I, I stopped going on. This is when I started this back in getting on into self-development back at the beginning of 2011. The small amount of money I did have, I chose to invest in a different way. And I got resourceful. And so, yeah, moved back in with my parents instead of spending all that money on rent and choosing to invest in therapy uh, in coaching programs, in books, all of those different things. And, oh God, the, 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 what I got out of that investment has, it's completely changed the, I can never say this word, trajectory of my life, completely changed it. Whereas all of those short-term, I'm not saying holidays or clothes and stuff is wrong, but it's just realizing they're fun things, but you know, they give you the short-term enjoyment, but they tend to not, you know, they're not going to last forever. Um, and so getting really clear on like, what actually do I want out of life? I need to start making decisions that are in line with that. And going back to the first point, working on your mindset, working on your insides, your emotions, your physiology, all of that will pay dividends, will give you so much more. So the first reason why you should pay money you will get results faster because you're working with an expert or, you know, someone else has gone out there and done all of that um, curating, essentially, tested things, what worked, what hasn't. This is why I created my program, Get Your Soulmate, because, you know, it took me four and a half years, four and a half years to, to learn, you know, to do all that healing on my love life, to learn how to attract a healthy, soulful, lasting relationship. And I was like, there's got to be a, a faster way because I was, I was really having to go out there in the field and do all this testing, do all this reading and doing all this research and doing all these programs. Um, and 
I basically streamlined everything I learned that was effective and I put it into an eight-week program. And that's not to say, oh, by the end of the eight weeks, you're going to be ready for your soulmate because you probably won't be. It depends totally on your context and how much work you've done on yourself up till that point. Uh, Some do, some people do, and some people it takes longer. But even those people who have never done any work on themselves, at the very least, it it will halve the time that it took me. So that's why you want to do it. You want to get results faster. You want to, um, paying money will also mean that you're going to have some accountability um, because you've got to actually show up because someone's expecting you to show up if you've enrolled in therapy, one-to-one coaching or group coaching. And also the commitment piece. This is almost the most important piece of all. When you put money down, you are more invested than when you sign up for something that's free. I'm going to let that one hang in the air. When you put money down, you are more committed than when you just sign up for something for free. I have invested what to many people would seem like an absolutely insane amount of money throughout 2020 on my own personal development and on my business growth. Um, and and in fact, I have been, I haven't told many people, but a few people I've told have been like, oh my God, you know, this year is like, it, it's such a crazy year. Like why on earth would you spend that? I'm like, because it's a crazy year. That's why it's more important. That's why I need to invest in my mindset. That's why I need to invest in really high-end coaching. And, and let me tell you, it has paid in dividends in all sorts of different ways. The reason is putting that amount of money down for me meant I was so invested that I was, I had no choice but to show up for it. And, and this leads really nicely onto the third and final point, how to get big results fast in your love life, even when you're skin. And I've kind of mentioned this a little bit already. You have to, firstly, you've got to start where you are. Okay. I was not like, I've invested upwards of 50 K probably actually quite a bit more this year alone. Um, in myself and in my business growth. Actually, I mean, way more if you say my business growth as well, in business coaching, et cetera. Um, But listen, if you had told me in my mid-20s how much I would be spending in a year, I would have literally laughed in your face and told you to go away. Um, I wouldn't have believed it. And that's because I was not at that frequency yet. It is a process investing in yourself in the same way attracting the love of your life is a process. You are not ready to, to attract that person in the day you like decide you want to. Nowhere near. You have to become the person who is able to hold that experience, the person who already has that. Like when you when you imagine being with the love of your life, are you the person right now that is ready for that relationship? Can you see yourself there really? If let me tell you, if you are still going on about what a victim you are or speaking in that kind of very victim-y way, then you're not. Uh, That doesn't fly in a romantic relationship because you have to, for a healthy relationship, you've got to be willing to take 100% responsibility for how you're showing up. And that doesn't mean to say that you don't make mistakes, but very quickly you can come back and say, listen, I was wrong, I'm sorry. And then you make a living amends, which means that you show up differently. You commit to showing up differently. So going back to this whole thing of starting where you are, when I started, you know, and I was new to all of this, and this may may well be you right now, there is a period of time where doing all the free stuff is a good thing. 
And I will always listen. This podcast is free. It costs me a lot of money, by the way. There's a lot of collaboration that goes into a podcast, which in honesty is a big part of why it took me so long to do it because I wanted to do it properly and I wanted to make sure that I was in the energetic place and my team was in the place too to be able to do this in the way that I wanted to do it. Um, I will always do free stuff. I've done the free Naughty November, free masterclasses. You know, I want to be able to serve people on every level that they are at. But at the same time, I don't really myself bother doing free stuff anymore. I want to go straight to, okay, so where's the paid thing here? And will that give me value? And the way that you know that is read read the testimonials. Get, see the person who's who's the teacher or whatever it is and do I do I like their vibe do I feel they're authentic do I feel they have integrity do you know do I can I see evidence a lot of evidence that they've got great results for other people who you know are in a similar place to me right now you've got to start where you are but the problem that so the reason so many people stay stuck and they're not getting results even though they're doing all of the free stuff and that, you know, they, it's because basically they're not getting out of their comfort zone. You have to feel uncomfortable with your investment. So when I first did the free stuff, because I'd never done any self-development, I was at my comfort zone. And so it didn't matter that it was a free, I was like, I'm out of my comfort zone. But then, you know, I did that for a handful of months and then it kind of, it becomes normal to you. And then suddenly you're, you're not as committed to it. You're not as invested in it because you need, you, you've got too comfortable in it. You need to go the next rung up. So for me, that would be a book. So that's a tenner. And back then, a tenner was scary for me to spend. But it was, so I was moving in the right direction. What's the next thing after that? Might be a product that's like 20 or 30 pounds, like an online program, something small. But it's that next level of commitment. And I've just, this is how I've done it, my loves. I've just incrementally, to be honest, kept like I just, every year I can see how much I invested in my personal and um, business growth. And it just is more and more and more because it needs to be. And my results, whether financially or just the results I get in my life, they increase with the investment that I invest, quite frankly. Does that make sense? So what I want you to do right now is write down on a piece of paper, like, where are you at right now? If you're honest, are you someone who identifies as doing all the free stuff and, you know, or you may, you might get some results, but then they just sort of, you plateau. You don't feel that you're making those really big shifts. Or you feel like you make a shift, but then you just go backwards. And the reason for that is because you haven't got the accountability and also because you're not fully committed. And again, from point two, you're, this is getting results slowly, you know, over years when you could be doing it in weeks or months. So you need to look and be really honest with yourself and go, what, where am I at right now? If you're right at the start of, of your journey, then listening to a free podcast or doing a free challenge, et cetera, that's good. Like, you know, that's where you are right now, but no, the next level might be a book or what is the next level for you investment wise? Um, if you are maybe someone who, you know, you've been spending a lot on books, you, you know, you're, you've spent, you know, done a hundred pounds sort of online programs. Fantastic. Then the next thing for you, it might be jumping to something that is 500 pound group coaching program. For someone who's been done a few of those, you might be like, right now it's time to spend a grand. And, you know, there's payment plans and all sorts for most of these things out there anyway. But it, the point is, my um, a business coach I worked with last year, Susie Ashworth, she's amazing. And when I worked with her, it was so game-changing for me because at the time, I think it was about five and a half, six K. And for me right now, 
this is what just over a year later that sounds like nothing to me anymore because I have spent so much more than that this year um but at the time I was so afraid and she said to me something I will never forget she said but it's that fear and that getting out of your comfort zone that you need to take you to the next level because guess what you are going to really value that coaching meaning you are going to show up and do the work in a way that you just wouldn't if it was a hundred quid. You just wouldn't. Um, And, you know, again, back in the day, spending a hundred quid when I was just transitioning from acting, that was a lot of money for me. And that was scary. So it's not actually about how much you're spending. It's about where you are in the journey. So don't worry that you can't spend upwards of 50K yet if you're not there yet. Just know like you, if you keep on this journey, you like your finances will grow. Your everything in your life will grow. It's just, it's literally the way it works. I have coached so many women now. I'm in so many, I've been in so many different business programs, group coaching programs, and I've seen it. It's the pattern again and again and again. This is why, as Tony Robbins say, you know, the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. It's because if you are, are you in the mentality of a growth mindset, which is to say, I just keep growing and I appreciate that means I'll be investing more. But when you're making more and more and more, it doesn't matter because it it all evens out. Or are you in a fixed mindset, which is basically like, this is my lot and boohoo and nothing can change. And this is just how I've got, this is just what the hand I've been dealt in life. Again, I want to remind you In fact, maybe this is a little bonus homework for you. I want you to go out there and I want you to do some research on the internet and literally look up people who came from nothing and completely transform their lives. Um, Let's let's particularly focus on on financially. I mean, Tony Robbins, I've talked about quite a lot today. um, He's a prime example of that. You know, he lived in his car for for a good while and he got into the self-development game at the age of 17, where he went to, I think a friend's dad or something gave him a ticket to a Jim Rohn event. Jim Rohn is amazing. Go and look him up. Jim, his surname spelled R-O-H-N. He's like the grandfather of self-development. Um, he's hilarious. Um, and anyway, he Tony Robbins went to one of his events and because he obviously had that, he had that energy in him of like realizing, so So when he heard Jim Rohn talk about taking responsibility and investing in yourself and all of these things I've been talking about today, Tony Robbins had the mindset of, I'm not going to sit and kind of argue for my limitations and why I can't, like, I'm different to everyone else and I can't do what Jim Rohn's saying. He was like, I'm absolutely going to find a way. And he was committed. And so I think he then, he like started working. He said to Jim Rohn, I want to work for you. And put it this way, Tony Robbins was a millionaire by the time he was 26. And for me, that's really inspiring because it reminds me of like whatever you've come from in life. And I, you know, he came from, I think, drug addicted parents and like, you know, really like way harder than what I've come from. Uh, and he's, he's like a billionaire, I'm pretty sure, or he's on his way to being very close to being a billionaire right now. And it's not just about the money, it's about the contribution because he is a generous person and he loves humans and he wants to help other people win in the way he does, his contribution is is incredible. He's transformed so many people's lives around the world in all sorts of different ways. Listen, you need to hear this. You being broke does not help anyone. So I used to be a little bit, you know, 
I, I guess it was because it was a fear of or or feeling shit that I thought. Oh, sorry for the swear word. Feeling that I couldn't have that sort of level of success or financial success. What we tend to do is then we judge um, and mock or criticize people who who do have that. Um, and it's it's like a I think that can be really typical with Brits, not all Brits, but you know, it's, it's like a self, uh, it's like a self type of self-defense really, isn't it? But actually you staying poor and being in fear and lack and scarcity mindset around money, you're not feeding anyone. You're not helping the world in any way by being in that place, by you actually taking responsibility for, you know, finances is one part of it, but if you just work on your mindset alone, everything else will get better. You will start earning more money. And then you know what? Give more to charity. Now, m- money is one way that you can contribute and give back. There's so many other ways. So please, like, understand this is not just about money. But I do, I do want to, I do think this is a topic that just doesn't get talked about enough. And it is honestly one of the biggest reasons I see people stuck and holding themselves back. And it's realizing that you are holding yourself back. It's not the world holding you back. It's not anyone else. It is you. So kind of feel that that is mainly what I have to share today. Um, What do I want to leave you with, my loves? I think really that this is, this is about, as most of my work is, taking radical responsibility for your experience on planet Earth taking radical responsibility for your experience on planet earth. I really, actually getting a bit emotional, but really I am speaking to the 24, 20, let's say 24 year old, 23, 24 (laughs) version of me, 23, 24 year old version of me who was so lost and who knew that she she was put on this planet to do big things and yet she couldn't understand why that just wasn't happening. And she was put on this planet to have incredible, an incredible romantic relationship and just an amazing life experience and yet couldn't understand why it wasn't happening for her. I'm speaking to, to that version of myself and anyone else who relates and resonates with that. It is all waiting for you. It is all waiting for you but you have to embrace it. You've got to claim it. You've got to own it. No one can do it for you. And that is why more than ever, if you're feeling lost, you need to do something. You need to take action and get support and get help to get out of that scarcity mindset so that you can step into that incredible future that you deserve because you do deserve it. We all deserve it. So Finally, you know, coming back to where are you at now? What is the next step for you that is out of your comfort zone? But it's, you know, you know that it's possible. It's just scary. You don't need to go to investing hundreds of thousands or even tens of thousands or even thousands. It really for you might be getting a book or spending a hundred quid or spending five, whatever it is. What is the financial stretch goal, the out of your comfort zone goal that is going to take you to the next level? Now, listen, of course, my work is focused on love life. That may or may not be the area of life that you need to work on most right now. You might actually think, no, I need to go and invest in something around, you know, a program around money. Um, it doesn't matter what it is. Like I'm, 
I'm just wanting you to take action and to listen to your gut and what it tell what it is telling you about what is the next right step. That's all, like what Oprah says that I love. Queen Oprah, she always knows, and that's a kind of a good place to end on. What is the next right move? Close your eyes. Put your hand on your heart. In fact, put your right hand on your heart, your left hand on your solar plexus, so basically over your belly button. Take a big deep breath in. Hold that breath. Release. And ask yourself, what is my next right move in the area of self-development? What is it time for me to invest in? And just allow the answer to come. Whether that's today, whether that is later on in the day, something will come. I promise you. I promise you it will. So my darlings, I really hope this episode has been helpful. Please do come and tell me in my free Facebook group, group, Persia's Love Hub, which of those three tips, well, there's been a lot of tips today, um, what resonated for you the most and how you plan on implementing that tip. So the link to the Facebook group is in the show notes. And if you're new to the group, please make sure you answer the joining questions to get access to the group. And finally, just um, one final takeaway. Keep moving up those rungs, my babies. Keep moving up those rungs. That's it. That's all you've got to do. And by the way, those rungs never stop. You just keep going and keep going and it just gets more fun. And you realize it's all just a bit of a game anyway. And then you stop taking it all so seriously and it, money starts flowing. Good times start flowing. Amazing opportunities and people just show up in your life. And then you come to expect it. And that is the secret. That is the mother... Oh, I can't swear. The mother... The... <laughs> That's the secret, right? That is a bloody secret. Swore again. Oh, well. Um, It's when you come to expect it. We get what we expect in every single area in life. We get what we expect. And your expectations will change when your beliefs change and your beliefs will change the more committed, the more invested, the more you show up and you start seeing results happen And then you go, oh my God, this really works. So you keep going instead of just going, oh, nothing works because I just keep doing all the free stuff and nothing works. You see results, which makes you trust, right, I'm going to go up another rung because I got results that time. And then you get bigger results and you go, oh my God, this really works. And that's when you generate momentum. And when you get that momentum, you start, it just becomes like a brilliant sort of cyclical thing. And it just gets better and better. That's why I always say the best is yet to come because that's what I choose to believe. And that is therefore what I experience. It's what I expect. The better it gets, the better it gets. So my darlings, that's about all for now. I love you. Make sure that you tune in next Tuesday where I'm going to be sharing my top tips to help you ace festive flirting. Yes, even in this ridiculous year, 2020. I love you. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for tuning in for this episode. I hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as I enjoyed recording it for you. Now, if you know that you need to do some serious work on your love life in order to attract and sustain your dream relationship, but with everything that's been going on in the world lately because of this bloody virus, you just don't have the funds right now to invest in therapy or love coaching, then I created something especially for you. It's called Romantic Reset and it's my four-day mini course designed to reprogram your mindset around dating and relationships. 
It's worth £862, but is available to buy today for just £37. To find out more, head to getyoursoulmate.com forward slash romantic hyphen reset. The link is also in the show notes for this podcast episode. On that note, if you got value from this episode, I would be so grateful if you would like, share, subscribe, and leave me a review to help the podcast rank higher so it can reach other people who want or need the support. So see you next week, my love. I release a new episode every Tuesday. But until then, remember, love is coming for you. So surrender to the festival that is life on planet Earth and trust that what misses you was not meant for you and what's meant for you will not miss you, including your soulmate.